This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 614, Journeying into a Slower Lifestyle by Chrissy McNeil with nosidebar.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, now an award-nominated podcast by the Yearly Podcast Awards, which is amazing. I have you to thank for that. I announced it last month and asked you to vote just one time to show some support, and apparently it worked because out of something like 700 plus shows participating in the People's Choice category, Optimal Living Daily is one of the top 10 moving to the next round, and we're also nominated in the health category. I'm so honored and thankful for you doing that. It really means a lot. And now 250 people who already voted have been emailed randomly to vote in the next round. So if you got that email, that's awesome, and I'll love it if you vote for Optimal Living Daily again. That would be so cool. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. You can't vote anymore, but maybe next year you can participate. But I just wanna say thank you for that. You listening makes a huge difference and I couldn't do it without you. Now, before this intro gets too long, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Journeying into a Slower Lifestyle by Chrissy McNeil with nosidebar.com. I recently walked into a store in Portland, Maine that goes by the name of Kay Collette. I walked in because I saw the books in the window display, books that seemed particularly eye-appealing with their soft tones and simple words, catching my attention far beyond I would ever expect. The display was calming, somehow overcoming my fast pace down the street, causing me to slow down. This quaint shop in such a busy city took my attention and dragged it in a different direction, completely changing my view on the pace of my lifestyle. I walked around, picking up some random throws and candles, then the homemade soap, then the books, then more books. I flipped through pages, taking tiny steps, forgetting where I had to be or what I had to do. I smelt the soap, I sniffed the candles, I touched the fabric. I read some paragraphs, then I smelled the freshness of the pages from a new book. I forgot what it was like to smell the pages of a book, to really take in the quality of the words spilled onto the paper. For once in a very long time, I felt completely calm. The need to rush the next best thing that day, or in life, I guess, disappeared from my vision. I didn't think about where I wanted to go after, what I wanted to purchase next, who I wanted to see later. Instead, I fell deep into the feeling of letting go, of slowing down. I didn't even take out my phone to capture the moment and let my fellow social media pals know where I was. I was too focused on the way I felt, the takeover that was happening in my mind and body. Instead, I wrote about it. I took it all in, and then I wrote it all down. It took me by surprise to feel my mind come to a sudden halt just by the sight of something much slower than myself, something much more at ease, something much more calming. I thought about it when I left the store wondering how to bring my life to a slower pace. I wanted to feel like I did when I walked into that store in Portland that brought racing minds from overcrowded streets to a simpler way of living, a simpler way of life. Hemingway once said, quote, try to learn to breathe deeply, really to taste food when you eat, and when you sleep, really sleep. Try as much as possible to be wholly alive with all your might, and when you laugh, laugh like and when you get angry, get good and angry. Try to be alive. You'll be dead soon enough, unquote. Well, you can't really taste the food if you don't slow down while eating, right? How to enjoy a slower lifestyle. With all of those feelings, here are some of the ways I've journeyed myself into a less chaotic lifestyle, one much slower and better for the soul. There are some things you can easily do to live less hectic in such a hectic world. Number one, read more. I read whenever I can and I make sure I find the time. 
I found it so easy to tell myself I had way more to do before I could read the book I've been dying to get my hands on, but the past is in the past. Now, today, I read. I read before I do most things because it calms my mind. It brings me down a notch, and I learn more about myself through other people's words. Number two, take smaller bites. Insane, right? When I eat now, I eat slowly and I take smaller bites. Shoving an entire meal down my throat in less than 10 minutes used to be a thing. Meals weren't important, but the thing I had to do next was. Number three, take a walk. Having a dog helps this because he motivates me to get up and go for a walk just by looking at me, but with or without a pup, it's a huge game changer. Walking has relaxed my mind and I'm in no rush to run to the next thing. I take a slower pace, looking around and breathing in the fresh air. It doesn't matter when, whether it's the middle of the day at lunch or an after-work thing you do. It's much easier to slow down when you walk, as us non-runners would put it. Number four, make time for people. I can't, the house is a mess, I have a deadline, the workload is too high. Rushing to the next thing, taking on too much, seeing people you love dwindle from your schedule. Put them back in, pin them back on your calendar, make the time. They won't care about the dirty laundry on your floor. They'll care about your thoughts pouring out into words so you feel better. Number five, make time for yourself. As important as it is to see the loved ones and say yes to the guests sometimes, it's also extremely important to be alone. I'm all about making time for myself, whether it be at yoga or a movie on my couch. Give your mind a rest, will you? Try to do this weekly, even if that means meditating 10 minutes out of the day. 24 hours minus 10 minutes equals a lot more hours in your day still. It's okay to want to be minimized, to be smaller than the rest, to be off in a house you love with the people you care about, without the meetings, the calls, the speaking events, the published pages, the name. It's okay to want less instead of wanting more. It's okay to want the feeling of a quaint store over the crowded streets with rushed souls. You just listened to the post titled Journeying into a Slower Lifestyle by Chrissy McNeil with nosidebar.com. I thought that was a nice one for the middle of the week. I'll keep this ending nice and short for you. I'll just say thank you again if you participated and voted for this show in the podcast awards. If not, no worries. I love that you're here listening. And of course, you can hear four more podcasts where we narrate blogs for you if you search for Optimal Living Daily in the podcast app of your choice. Definitely subscribe to those too to hear a lot more content for free. I'll leave it right there. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together will optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.